Union is the subscription management hub for B2B SaaS companies. Whether you're looking to expand to new markets, experimenting with pricing models, or simply want a streamlined quote to cash process, Union got your back. On top of that, Union Insights provides the SaaS metrics you need for reporting to the board and for future company valuation. It gives you the key figures needed to drive your business forward and take strategic decisions. Union. We help SaaS companies manage their B2B customer subscriptions. Tavarit is a German deep tech company. Tavarit is a B2B AI SaaS solution that helps metal manufacturing companies reduce energy and quality costs by prescribing optimal machine settings. Tavarit has global enterprise customers in 10 countries and saved more than 14 million for them. Tavarit's focus on sustainable manufacturing has impacted over 55 metal processing plants, reducing their carbon emissions. Our vision is to drive the world towards sustainable and zero waste manufacturing. Visit www.tvarit.com to know more about us. Welcome to StartupRad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hey guys, and this is Joe from StartupRate.io. Today we are bringing you a special episode. This will actually kick off our hot fall where we have two episodes each week for you until Christmas. This is the first episode of our trip to Brussels, something we have not done for quite some time attending events and doing live interviews. There is, of course, some background noise. The audio and video quality is not what you are used to, but that's also, I do believe, part of the charm of attending a live event. We have been guests of the European Business Angel Network, IBAN, in Brussels at the European Angel Investment Summit, an event pretty much for early stage pre-seed seed investments um, where the startups actually can connect to a lot of business angels directly. We hope you're going to enjoy those interviews sponsored by Invest in Hessen. Let me know what you think and look forward to two episodes each week from now on until Christmas. Hey guys, this time I have Jacopo here with me, who is the Managing Director of the uh, European Business Angels Network. Can you tell us how many angels are organized in this organization? Yes, absolutely. So Iban is a trade body, but it's actually a network that connects uh, business angels across all of Europe. We have over 100 business angel clubs affiliated to the Iban community, and, and that reaches out to a, uh, an even larger base of investors of over 10,000 business angels, part of the Iban family. And you do these events on a regular basis? 
Twice a year we host uh, big events. Uh, this one is the, the European Angel Investment Summit. It takes place every year in Brussels uh, in the fall. Uh, we're super happy with uh, how the event has uh, been going um, and working with our friends also in uh, Germany and uh, Hessen Trade and Invest uh, in, this, in this event. And um, can you uh, give us a few recommendations? What type of investor is this event made for? What type of investor does it make sense for to really attend here? So it's definitely an event intended and made for the business angels. Uh, and it is an event that is both for newcomers to the angel community as well as veterans and experienced investors. Uh, why? Because at the IBAN uh, summit, uh, newcomers uh, can learn Uh, the so-called best practices on how to invest in startups from others part of this community. They can be inspired by the work of others and of course they can connect and build relationships that will ultimately be needed uh, when they uh, continue their investment uh, journey over, over time. For those that are more experienced investors, this is a fantastic place to connect internationally and build bonds with other investors in different parts of Europe. And it's a great way to do to start doing more and more cross-border angel investment deals. So, so that's why this event is really for all angel investors, newer and, and, and more experienced. Um, one more question in terms of investors. Would it also make sense for like international investors looking at Series A, Series B to talk to business angels? Um, to kind of take over or co-invest in their next investment rounds? Absolutely. This is also an event that attracts a lot of venture capital investors and corporate investors. Why? Because there's a lot of angel companies that are their portfolio companies that are now scaling and growing. And we put them on stage here at the Evan Summit uh, in a competition called the Evan Scale-Up of the Month. And that is really where we, we showcase companies raising a follow-on round or a Series A round to the later stage investment community. So it's intended really also for the VC crowd and the corporate crowd. And um, in terms of entrepreneurs, what, what kind of entrepreneurs should attend this event? I would guess something like pre-seed, seed. So if you are an entrepreneur and you're raising your seed round and, and also your late seed round, this is definitely the event for you. Uh, we've had uh, the pleasure of selecting 25 companies out of 317 that have applied to this event. And we've uh, given them the opportunity to present themselves and then network with the investors and, and host one-to-one -one meetings with the, with the angels that are walking around here at the summit. So it's definitely an event uh, uh, that is intended for companies that are raising their, their first rounds and uh, until I would say the Series A funding. Uh -huh. um, we already talked with Nikolaus about how to approach investors here. Basically it's pretty simple, you can book meetings, but what should you do to prepare? And as we already said with Nikolaus, don't torture them in the first 15 minutes meeting with the 80 slide deck. That yeah. doesn't work. It's, how, how does it work here? So it works like more or less every other place. So if you're an entrepreneur, prepare that elevator pitch uh, extremely well. Uh, focus on uh, the delivery of your pitch uh, and how complete uh, uh, it is. Uh, at the same time, balance it also in terms of uh, the, the length of it. Um, angels at this event easily talk to you know, 50, 60 different companies. Uh, their time is rather limited. 
We do have plenty of breaks and moments in the agenda to connect, but let's say the shorter and sweeter you keep it, the better chance that angel will be attracted to you and, and, uh, and maybe asking you for a longer meeting than uh, in the days that follow. That sounds good. Uh, you talked about there's one event in the fall that we just yes. attend. When is the other event? So that's our annual Iban Congress. It takes place every year in a different European country. Next year, we're, we're preparing to host it in Athens, Greece on the 24th, 25th and 26th of April. So mark those dates on your calendars and we're looking forward to seeing you as angels, as VCs, but also as entrepreneurs in Athens next year in April at the Iban Congress. And down here in the show notes, we will link the website where people can learn more. Absolutely. It's iban.org and you can find out all about our events, our activities, how to join the Iban community there. And we hope to welcome you soon at the next occasion. And thank you very much for the interview. Likewise. Pleasure. Hey, I have another guest here, this time Philo from Nutreo. Can you briefly introduce yourself to our audience? Yes, of course. Thanks for having me. My name is Philo. I'm one of the founders of Aurora and we developed the product Nutreo over the course of the last four years. And can you tell us what Nutreo is? Yeah, most people want to know this. <laughs> Nutreo is the world's first truly smart cutting board. So it's a smart combination of a wooden cutting board, a kitchen scale and a sensor platform with a touchscreen interface. So when you put food on it, Nutria automatically recognizes the food, gives you the weight and all the nutritional facts of this food. And when you're done with cooking, you just push a save button and Nutria saves everything to the Nutrio app and you have a fully automated nutrition diary. That sounds interesting, but are there any use cases for that? Of course. Um, in the world, we have more than 500 million diabetics and um, in the European Union alone, we're spending more than 150 billion euros per year to treat these people. And in fact, 45% of them could be treated without medication just by healthy nutrition and some moderate exercise. So going for a walk regularly and eating healthy does the trick for them. And these people have to do nutrition tracking every day. So they're keeping a nutrition diary by putting everything on kitchen scales, measuring it, and then writing it down in their nutrition diary to calculate their nutrients. And we want to make it easy for them. So this is an automatic process now with Nutrio. And so they don't have to work anymore. And what is your target like for the first for the first clients? You're looking at diabetes patients only, only in Germany, or what is your target audience no. at the first step? Mm -hmm. Basically, we have uh, two target groups. Um, the first group is optimizers, so people that want to lose some pounds or want to gain muscle or want to uh, be performant in sports or in their jobs. So this is, these are people we call optimizers. And on the other hand, we have people with diabetes or chronic cardiovascular diseases um, that need to control their disease and so far have to keep the nutrition diary. And we're starting with a, with a lifestyle group because these are power users, so people that are really intrinsic motivated to do this. And we use them as multipliers for later. And uh, we are also building partnerships with health insurances to make sure that uh, a lot of people that really need Nutrio, like diabetics so on, um, have uh, access to Nutrio even if they can't afford it. Oh, that, that would have been my next question. Are you current are, or will you be available in the future as kind of prescription so that health insurance covers the board? Yes, we're planning to do this. 
so that people that really need something like Nutrio can access it without having to buy, uh, pay all the, the fees for the product and so control their disease in a more easier way. How far are you in your startup journey right now? Where would you yourself consider like pre-seed seed startup? Okay, at the moment we're in seed stage, so we have the, all the prototyping done. We are at the moment transferring to serious production and we launch Nutrio in the beginning of next year and uh, are raising our seed fund at the moment. Uh -huh. I see. So you're open to talk to investors? Yes, absolutely. We're looking uh, for uh, our first institutional round at the moment. We already have commitments here and we're looking for co-investors. How useful do you find this event so far? It's pretty cool because we have the possibility to connect to a lot of new people, talk to a lot of people about our product and uh, spread the word about it. And that's really nice to network here. I see. Are you currently hiring? Uh, yes, of course. Um, we are looking for developers at the moment um, because we are a digital platform, so we need a lot of developers like everyone else. And yes, we are hiring. Great. Looking forward to hear more from you. Thank you very much for the interview. Thanks for having me. Hey, and here's our next guest at the Business Angel Summit in Brussels. Can you introduce yourself, Norman? Hi there. My name is uh, Norman Bassett. I'm uh, one of the co-founders of Rexnet. Uh, Rexnet is a multi-vendor network automation platform, and we are a German-based tech company, and we're here in, at the summit today. And the interesting part, how did you get this idea? Where does it come from? So where does this idea come from? So basically, I've been in this industry for more than 20 years. I started at Cisco, worked for HP uh, for a couple of years, and our customers always had these issues of dual vendors or multi-vendor environments. Um, and we knew that uh, most of the times, uh, um, vendors like Cisco, HP, they had their own management solution, but there was, wasn't hardly any solution in the market which has covered the Cisco's, HP, Dell, Siemens, and so on. So we came up with the idea to have an umbrella management platform on top of all these vendors, uh, a no-code solution. So that means you spend a lot of time um, coding all these uh, different uh, routers, switches, access points. And uh, what, uh, what was one of the key reasons uh, uh, to develop this solution was that uh, customers now can deploy, manage their networks within a few minutes instead of you know, deployment, which usually takes a couple of days. So less time, more resources, and no errors actually, uh, while configuring all these complex networks. First question, how much time do your customers save with this no-code solution? Yeah, so how much time does our customers save with these solutions? Um, the average amount of time usually when you deploy a network takes a couple of days. It can be three days, five days. With our zero-touch provisioning, with our tools and the features which we have built in there, customers can deploy their networks within 10 to 20 minutes. So as you can see, uh, this is a huge uh, time uh, win for the uh, network operation teams, which they can use then for other, for other things. Yeah. And my understanding from our discussion before is you can also help to combine different um, tools, different, uh, different producers, different hardware producers together in the network? Yeah. Yeah, so the network industry usually has uh, some 
major, uh, there are some major vendors in the industry. So we have like the Cisco, we have the HP, we have Dell, we have Huawei, we have now in the IoT networks, uh, we recently uh, are working with Siemens also for IoT networks to combine the IT and OT world. Now, as you know that uh, Cisco engineer might take uh, years to to graduate, to, uh, to master all these uh, command lines and uh, configuration tasks. Um, what we did is with a no-code solution that we uh, allowed the pl this platform to be uh, vendor independent, so it's more agnostic and we do all the translation of these commands between the vendors, the interoperability uh, with a single platform, with a single unified graphical user interface. Where are you users from? What's the usual industry of your clientele? Yeah. So where does our users usually come from? So our uh, customers are uh, medium enterprises, large enterprises, but also corporates. Uh, we have customers in the public uh, government uh, areas as well as industry. Because everywhere, networks are everywhere. We have them at home. But uh, whenever you look at, uh, at companies where they have like hundreds or thousands of network devices, um, you need to have a management layer on top of that so you can roll out, deploy things, manage your whole corporate networks. You know, you might have facilities in Germany, in the US, in Asia. So that's why our customers are mainly the uh, uh, medium-sized enterprises, large corporates uh, in these areas. And you're here today to look for investors. So what are we doing here today? So we are uh, looking for two things. First of all, for good partners. Uh, obviously, we want to expand our running business now outside of uh, Germany. And obviously, the other thing is we want to staff uh, our uh, with, uh, with uh, talents. And for that, obviously, we also need investments. You kind of took my next question already away. You're currently hiring. What roles are you looking for? So mainly, people who have, uh, there are different uh, roles which we are right now looking for in our, uh, uh, for our employees. So basically it's uh, software development uh, in the web application, but also in the backend. We are looking for network engineers uh, and uh, we have a brand new division for AI and machine learning. Great, so best of luck for, for your future journey. Thank you very much. Thank you and all the best guys. Hello and welcome. Can you introduce yourself to our audience? Hello, I'm Pascal. I'm one of the co-founder of Voxel Sound and we bring you the customized hearable. Oh, that sounds interesting. Um, one question up front. Would you consider yourself a health tech tool or something for the audio enthusiast? So we're considering first the sports market, so we um, track vital sign data, but in the future we're going into uh, medical health data because the sensor data given out of the ear region is um, very, very good. And I was wondering, that sounds like a normal um, in-ear Bluetooth plug. What is different about your product? Different is um, that we customize each individual product um, from the customer. Um, with a smartphone scanning app, so you scan your ear in around one minute per ear. Then we adopt it in an automated process, so um, we can build a, sc a scalable um, in-ear headphone. Mm -hmm. And I also understand you can also, or you want to connect, collect data from the mm -hmm. earplug in the future? 
Yeah, we we um, track um, a lot of data from the ear. So as an example, everybody knows the data gained from the smartwatch. The problem with that is um, that it um, differs a lot with the movement and with the sun reflection from the watch. And in the ear region, it's a lot better data quality. So we use that data quality to track um, pulse, um, pulse um, um, O2 saturation and um, blood pressure, and also in, in a thermometer. Uh -huh. That sounds interesting. And in the future, you can use it for complete health monitor? Yeah, in the future, we're planning so. So every, every one of our sensors is um, usable in a health device. But of course, it needs the, um, the um, confirmation. Uh -huh. I see. And um, when I wear headphones in ear mm -hmm. over time, it starts to hurt a little bit. Is that different with your product? Yeah, with our product, um, there, the hurt is no problem because every product is fitted to each individual customer with the scanning app. And so there is no falling out, there is no pain in, um, in wearing, and um, there's a, that's a completely different situation. I see. Where are you right now in your startup journey? Now we are in the final prototype realization of our um, hearable and we bring in the next few months our MVP on the market. So it's a customized hearing protection and the wired, um, uh, wired uh, in-ear headphone. In the future, next year, we plan to bring our product, the hearable itself, to the market and that via Kickstarter. And so basically uh, you are also, I would assume, in Uh, looking for investors right now mm -hmm. because that is why you're usually here. What are you looking for in terms of seed stage? Um, we're looking forward to uh, 1.2 million euro for the development of the hearable and the app and um, therefore we're searching for an investor. Mm -hmm. Are you also currently hiring? Um, we are searching for um, different um, persons, um, marketing, um, software development and so on. Great. Thank you very much for your interview. Thanks for your time. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Joe from the Business Angels Summit again coming to you. This time I do have Stefan here with me. Hey, can you introduce yourself a little bit to our audience? Yes. Hello. I'm uh, Stefan Reith from the Enterprise Europe Network. Uh, the Enterprise Europe Network is the uh, world biggest network that supports SMEs and startups worldwide. Uh, we are a network uh, with more than 3,000 experts in uh, more than 60 countries and uh, uh, we support um, with access to finance and scale-up services uh, our clients to, uh, with, ambition, with international ambitions to uh, reach international markets and get financed. And if a startup or scale-up hear this right now, uh, what would they need to do in order to get to those services and experts? Uh, it's quite easy to get in contact with Enterprise Europe Network experts because you only need to go to the website of the Enterprise Europe Network and uh, contact your local uh, point. Uh, there are, as I said before, 3,000 uh, 3, experts where you can contact uh, whenever you want and request and explain your needs uh, on access to finance, for example, and you will have um, insightful advice uh, on how to get finance, how to prepare your pitches, how to go to the best um, uh, 
um, in, uh, investment forums like this one where we are today, which is the European Angel Investment Summit uh, organized by IBAN, which is the European Business Angel Network, in collaboration with the European Commission and our network. And what kind of services can the startups and scale-ups get? You've talked about access to finance, pitch preparation, international markets. What, what, is, what is like a broad overview of uh, what startups and scale-ups can get there? Yes, uh, we have a quite broad portfolio of services, depending also on the expertise of each uh, in member, uh, which starts from uh, investment readiness assessment, um, pitch uh, revision, um, dry runs, which is to make a rehearsal of the pitch in front of many of, of ex uh, many experts, just to, to repeat your pitch and make a perfect pitch in front of investors. And also um, uh, reviewing the, the business plan and um, different uh, services like this one. And which, what is also very important is to review the business model, which is um, invertible and scalable. Mm -hmm. um, and how long would such a process take? Because um, public bodies do have a reputation for being a little bit slow. Can you give them a time scale? For example, I know right now a lot of startups are looking to get more funding. What is the time frame they can expect until they are done with your assistance for finance, with your assistance for pitching? Um, how long does it take such a process? Well, uh, the provision of services is quite uh, uh, immediate in the sense that we don't need to follow a process like a grant provision. Um, so the services can be delivered depending on the on the um, on how fast the entrepreneur make the, its own works because we 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 work as coaches and providing assessments and and homeworks, but it depends on the on how the entrepreneurs. Um, do the, the, their homeworks and normally for an investment round uh, it took uh, six to nine months to to prepare it to make uh, uh, to prepare the, the all the the paperworks the homeworks the investment decks and also uh, to uh, visit and to go to investment forums and have meeting with investors it's not uh, two months work it's it's longer yeah. mm -hmm. um, one question you've just talked about finances do you get any impression right now in the current situation? Does it get harder for startups and scale-ups to raise money from private sources or is it about the same as before? Well, um, the last reports, uh, for example, in Spain, wh where I'm based, is that the uh, venture capital investment continue to grow. But it's true that the uh, current situation uh, makes uh, very volatile Uh, the, and the um, valuations of the companies are being a bit uh, hindering during the last uh, months. But uh, the money is still there and uh, growing and I think there's plenty of opportunities for startups and scale-ups prepared to be invested. Great, thank you. Uh, one last question. How much do you charge for those services? Uh, EN uh, services are for free because they are co-financed by the European Commission through the single market program and by the host organizations that uh, we are mainly innovation agencies, uh, chamber of commerce, a university which has many public, so 
the services is uh, highly valued and for free. Great, and everybody who would like to learn more, they can go down here in the show notes. There will be a link to your European Enterprise Network, EEN, where they can learn more. And thank you very much. You're welcome. That's all, folks. Find more news, streams, events, and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring.